Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, receive a 20% discount on your job. Give Anthony and his team a call today for a free quote. Call 855-RHINO-TX or go online, TexasRhinoShield.com. That's TexasRhinoShield.com. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. 903 here on the Todd and Oz Show. And yeah, you could join us at 512-836-0590. And the group Rethink I-35... Uh, the filing another lawsuit. That's right against uh, against the state uh, to try to stop this I thirty five expansion project. Yeah, they uh, they're, they're upset about a lot of things. Uh, they uh, spoke with K View and uh, you know talked about how they just uh, they believe that most people want a, a more robust public transit system. They don't want wider lanes. Uh, there's going to be a big impact with uh, the environment. You're going to kill more golden cheek warblers with the heat dome that you add it with all the asphalt. I think he makes some uh, some arguments, uh, discrimination arguments as well about how you know it's just this big racist dividing line in the city. Uh, so they 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 want to put a stop to it. Text dot meantime, you know they say yeah we're we're prepared for this lawsuit. We are prepared to vigorously defend. I believe was their their quote. Okay. Uh, they say that there's there's you know ten billion dollars worth worth of uh, you know economic growth in this area over the next 30 years, this has to happen, that we can't put a stop to it. Well, opponents of the uh, Texas Department of Transportation plans to widen Interstate 35 from Ben White Boulevard to U.S. 290 East. Well, they're taking the fight to federal court. Yeah, this legal complaint echoes calls heard at at rallies and from local elected officials uh, against one of the largest road projects in Austin history. You got most of the city council that's speaking out against this I-35 project, but also in the same breath, they like the idea of having the cap and stitch bridges to turn them into parks. They do love that. Well, the group of plaintiffs led by uh, activists, uh, this activist group called Rethink 35, it argues that TxDOT turned a blind eye to the environmental injustice of the project. What do they mean? The environmental injustice. Is water being polluted? Is the air? What's, what's the, what's the uh, environmental impact here that they're complaining about? They failed to explore less disruptive alternatives and glossed over the effects on air and water quality. Well, they did some studies, right? According to TxDOT, they went above and beyond in those studies. Keep in mind that this highway is already in place. Right. We already have an I-35. We're just making it better. Right. Well, the legal point complaint also zeroes in on TxDOT's plan for seizing land uh, along the shores of Ladybird Lake. 1.2-acre chunk of the Waller uh, Beach Park will be used as a, as a construction staging area. Well, that's just temporary. Temporary. That's not forever. Yeah. I mean, well, what do you, you got to stage somewhere. Right, right. Well, the transformation of I-35 is on track to begin this summer. The state plans to add four lanes along eight miles from Ben White to 290 East. Those managed lanes, two in each direction, would be uh, reserved for vehicles with two or more people, first responders, and Capital Metro buses, just like you have on the Mopac Expressway yeah. now. This is just a bunch of people that don't like cars. I think that's really what this boils down to. We don't like cars. We're, we're you know, big environmentalists. We hate cars. We want more public transit. I mean, I, I know that this, this, this whole, this didn't come overnight, this decision to do this. Text, this was years in the making. And TxDOT even says, you know, they, they got rigorous community input, 
says they carefully followed, even exceeded the environmental legal requirements to advance this. We don't believe that the actions uh, of these opponents have merit. And TxDOT intends to continue to press forward to deliver the I-35 Capital Express Central project. I don't think you're going to stop them, even with this lawsuit. I really don't. I, I don't, I don't I don't see how you could, considering how how important this roadway is between Mexico and Canada. Yeah. It's a vital roadway. Rethink 35 wants you to get to work and school on a train. That's what they want. They want you on a train. Well, well among the big changes, uh, TxDOT will lower the main lanes from downtown to Airport Boulevard. The city of Austin and UT Austin are planning to uh, spend hundreds of millions of dollars to cover the highway stretch with large decks called CAPS. That might support buildings uh, and effectively concealing the uh, the widened interstate beneath the tunnel through the, the core of the city. Uh, TxDOT said the renovations are uh, desperately needed on a highway that hasn't had any major upgrades since uh, the upper decks were added back in 1975. Uh, Austin Monitor reports supporters of the expansion plan, including uh, Kirk Watson, see lowering and capping the highway downtown as a way to, you know, undoing some of the harms caused by the concrete barrier that was erected in 1962. That Mino Highway has caused so much pain in our community. Kind of insulting, isn't it? That basically you're saying, well, it, you know, you you were not able to find a way across over here because, you know, this road was was built. Uh, it, it's 2024. I, I, you know, maybe a long time ago it made it difficult. I, I wouldn't say that that's the case nowadays. Last time I've been over east at 35, things are looking pretty booming. Well, uh, opponents, uh, they point to scientific research, and you got to follow the science, right? That's what they say, right? And historical evidence showing that increased highway capacity incentivizes suburban sprawl, encourages more people to drive, worsens air quality, and escalates greenhouse gas emissions, intensifying global warming. And you know we only have about a decade left on this planet. Yeah, yeah, clock is ticking, no doubt. Yeah, that they're really that's what it boils down to. It's it's environmentalist uh, saying we don't want cars. This is a way to get the cars off by saying the cars are going to kill everybody with a big heat dome. And get them off the road. We need to get them into trains. Put them in tubes and pack them in there and tax them to death. At various points in our city, right this very minute, traffic is backing up and creating pollution. That's right. And it's what's, that's, that's what we're trying to fix, right? right? The flow of traffic. Let me see. Uh, Rick is checking in from Pflugerville this morning. Rick, what's on your mind? Well, I guess that last oh. statement was a pretty good lead-in to what I'm going to say. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Rocket uh, Rick, what's on your mind? Go one ahead. One of the things about it is, is internal combustion engines don't function as well when you're in stop-and-go, mostly stop traffic traffic nowadays, and it's only going to get worse in the next few years. So they, it, you pollute a lot less when you're in stop-and-go traffic. You pollute a lot less when you're idling. So an a, a automotive vehicle runs best when it's at, at a constant speed of 40 to 40 to 70 miles an hour, Yeah, and that's the least amount of pollution per, per mile driven. If you start doing stop and go, it goes down in a hurry insofar as efficiency and up in a hurry insofar as pollution and stuff that's thrown into the atmosphere. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Some people, Rick, and you, and you kind of you got some smarts on this front. Some people say that if you add more lanes here on I-35, you're just going to move the traffic jam further down the road. And 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 I say, well, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want the, We want the traffic jam further down the road, not in the core of the city. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Well, yeah, newsflash, they're adding a lane from 183 up to Round Rock right now as we speak. That's true. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to keep up. 
You know, and and it just seems to me like like what the, the these opposition groups want is not not keeping up with with our growth. Let me squeeze in Paul real quick. Paul, good morning. Hi, I, I was laughing at the uh, at the at the statement that y'all made earlier about the environmental injustice of it all. You know, and uh, yeah, and how many injustices do y'all have on y'all's litany of injustices in Austin now? It's Let's true. see, the cops are not just uh, the the crime is unjust, the homeless crises are unjust, the uh, you know, let, let, let's go A to Z on this thing. And now now we don't want to add lanes and get rid of the congestion because that's unjust. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, that, let's just let's just tie it all up in a bow and make that the most inviting place in Texas to move to. That's a great you know, point. Uh, I, I just get a kick out of it all. I appreciate y'all taking my call. This is a great topic, and, and I think it's just hilarious that every single time Austin tries to do something, mm. good or bad, Everybody explodes. Yeah, and, no, no, uh, no, you're, you're absolutely I, I, right. I'm just watching from the sidelines over here in Round Rock, and I got to tell you, I can't buy enough popcorn to sit here and, <laughs> and watch it anymore. I'm getting, I hear I'm you. getting too heavy. But, yeah, uh, well, I appreciate y'all taking the call. Absolutely. Uh, y'all have a great day. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate Thanks, that. And, and I hope you're sitting down for this. Uh, Rethink 35. Uh, they're escalated its fight against the expansion by simultaneously filing a civil rights complaint with the Federal Highway Administration. That's it. You ready for this? This complaint draws on the history of I-35 as a racial dividing line, arguing that perpetuating and expanding the highway is knowingly engaging in acts of discrimination. That's what Rethink I-35 says. So they're making an argument to totally erase it, to get rid of it completely, right? Yeah. That's the argument they're making. Yeah. 512-836-0590. Kind of silly, right? Well, certainly, uh, you know, choosing to to look in the rearview mirror and say, well, let's not really make progress. Let's just get mad about something that might have happened decades ago. What's that spokesperson's name for uh, Rethink I-35? Adam Greenfield. Adam Greenfield. That's his name. He puts off a, lot, he puts off a real red coat vibe. <laughs> 917 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Join us at 512-836-0590. The Biden administration shuts down liquid natural gas exports. Texas Land Commissioner Don Buckingham said the move is retaliation against the state of Texas for standing up to the administration over the border crisis. Yeah, the White House announced Friday the Biden administration was putting a temporary pause on pending decisions for liquefied natural gas exports, LNG. Yeah, this move said to be made uh, in difference to the impacts of LNG exports on energy costs and America's energy security and our environment. And immediately drew a lot of criticism from state officials, noting that Texas is the third largest exporter of LNG in the world. Texas Land Commissioner Don Buckingham posted this on X on the Twitterverse, said this reckless move is nothing more than retaliation against Texas for standing up to the administration over the border crisis. Now, according to media reports, the Biden administration has been considering this pause of LNG exports for a few days. Texas Railroad Commissioner Wayne Christian wrote Wednesday, the Biden administration and U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said the America that said America becoming energy do, uh, dominant again, like in 2019, is the key to restoring global order. And that starts with strong LNG export industry. Mm -hmm. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. And get this gas line from Joe Biden. He, you know, he says, "Well, actually, this was in line with my policies to tackle the cr climate crisis at home and abroad." 
And then he goes on to say, MAGA Republicans just willfully deny the urgency of the climate crisis, condemning the American people to a dangerous future, and my administration won't be complacent. So that's how he responds to it. It's a direct assault on, on the people of Texas, on private business, uh, on the economy. But he, he plays it off like, no, 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 this is just, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm still trying to save the planet here. And MAGA Republicans don't want me to. They should just export it anyway. Ignore it. Absolutely. And start selling it on the open market. Because our enemies and everybody out there that buys uh, natural gas from, from the state of Texas, they've got other sources. They can buy it from other places. No doubt. Texas Railroad Commissioner Wayne Christian wrote Wednesday, the Biden administration, the U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Greenholm, talking about 2019. He goes on to say, I don't know about President Biden, but I'd much rather have the world buy America's clean natural gas over gas anywhere else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say LNG can be a beacon of hope where many countries no longer produce their own fossil fuels due to net zero agenda. Our energy strategy should be uh, to increase production of our domestic fossil fuels and export that reliable energy to our allies across the globe. Mm -hmm. He's right. He goes on to say this pause in the new LNG approvals sees the climate crisis for what it is, the existential threat of our time. The White House contends, uh, while MAGA Republicans willfully deny the urgency of the climate crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This to me is, if, if you ever question whether or not Joe Biden actually cared about you, here's your answer. Yeah. Because the board, basically he's saying, look, I'm willing to to completely – I'll do what I can to upend – basically throw economic sanctions upon the state of Texas because the state of Texas is trying to secure the border from illegal immigration, which, by the way, is supposed to be my job as president, right? But I don't, I don't think they understand what's going to happen here. No. About 70% of our power during cold snaps comes from LNG yeah. in the state of Texas. And now it's going to be more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a direct assault. God, I hope we don't have another freeze between now and uh, and the spring. I can only hope. Those people in Georgetown are going to be paying through their teeth, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to get really expensive for some folks. It's a, it's, a, it's a nasty game that Joe Biden is playing here. Yeah, it is. And in fact, um, according to the Texas scorecard, even Democrats have come out against this decision. Uh, Texas State Rep Eddie Morales, he's a Democrat from Eagle Pass, uh, writing, quote, while I believe climate uh, change is a pressing issue, we cannot hold ourselves back when our competitors are not willing to do the same despite their overwhelming con- contributions to global emissions. And Texas Railroad Commissioner Christy Craddock described the move uh, by Joe Biden as reckless, irresponsible, unacceptable. She added that Russia and Qatar export LNG, and they'll be the ones who will help Joe Biden on this front. Not the environment, not hardworking Americans, not our allies. Yeah. 512-836-0590. It's already having some impacts. I mean, uh, I've seen there are more than a dozen, maybe a couple dozen companies that are poised to liquefy natural gas for shipment overseas. Just, you know, we're, we're in the pipeline waiting for federal permission for this. And now, you know, all of that's in limbo. Yeah. Uh, this is, I, I can't imagine... This is just the, the 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 oddest, most absurd, and and really anti-American presidency I've ever seen. Yeah. They, it just, I've never seen a president work so hard against his own people. Well, they, they, a couple of texters say, "No, hang on a second, Todd. This does not affect availability of LNG here in Texas. It won't mm-hmm. affect our power grid." 
but it does. It may it, it may not limit the availability, but it does affect the pricing, right? Well, it, it, it affects if, exports. If, if, yeah, if they can't export LNG, they're going to charge more for the, on the homeland, mm -hmm. right? I will not, certainly nothing good if, will, will it, come of this. Yeah, I mean, if Sony can't, uh, you know, if, if Apple can't export iPhones, they're going to charge you more for the iPhones that they sell to you. Probably. Me Probably. Let's squeeze in uh, Jeffrey in southwest Austin this morning. Jeffrey, good morning. Hey guys, yeah. Uh, yeah, good morning, guys. Great topic. Uh, I wonder if uh, the president shut off all of the natural gas, the LNG, that's being shipped from the Middle East to the Northeast. Mm. Since uh, we don't have the ships uh, to be able to to send Texas LNG to the Northeast, what if he shut all of those off? That's a great question. Don't know that answer. Let me dig a little bit deeper on that. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any story yeah. mention that at all. No. Yeah, that's a good point. I'd be surprised. Yeah. All right, listen, uh, it is uh, 923 here at KLBJ. You could jump in at 512-836-0590. It's complicated, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as as we continue to, uh, to to worry about Ukraine more than our own border, you could also kind of argue that this is a, a win for Russia, you know, to some degree. Yeah, Russia sells natural gas. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, let's, you know, tell us one thing, but let's do something else. Yeah. 512-836-0590. Let me squeeze that call in right there. I'll take that call real quick. Oh, okay. All right. We'll get to that. Yeah. Did you watch uh, the football games yesterday? Well, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. Didn't neither went the way I, I was just, hoping. I just get so annoyed when I just constantly the cameras are switching to Taylor and Kelsey and the NFL and all that stuff. This year with the whole Swift thing, I don't. I don't. Travis, care. Tra I don't Travis care and Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't care. I, I, it's made me believe for the first time that the NFL could very well be rigged. I don't care. Oh, you think? I don't no, care. You know, oh, I used you, to always argue against that, but here we are. It's just you think it's just too convenient. You, at this you think point. the Chiefs are there because of the Taylor Swift connection? You know how much money she's generated for the Kansas City Chiefs franchise? A couple hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, somewhere around there, just in the couch cushion. Mm -hmm. Chiefs love this. Yeah, NFL loves. Oh, it's this. good for PR. I NFL guess it loves is. this. Uh, I'm not saying it's I mean, rigged, it's, but you know, if if I found out that it was rigged, I, I'm at a point now I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm -hmm. Jaw would not hit the floor at this point. So you're saying, I'm saying it's possible. You're saying it's possible that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl because it's part of the script. Do you see that game? I mean, well, maybe not. Well, maybe not so much the the Chiefs as as the Lions, but I mean, you know, that game too. You know that that, that whole thing. You know, just it, the way it ended. The big comeback for a second week in a row by San Francisco. Come mm -hmm. on. You don't No. All right, well, I don't know. You're you're closer to that stuff than I am. I'm just saying it's possible, is all. For the first time you're, you're, I'm opening the door to the possibility that you're insinuating weird. that this whole Taylor Swift thing is the NFL's Delvaney kind of moment in marketing. Maybe. It's gonna work out a lot better for them than that Mulvaney thing. They're not gonna lose the billions that Bud Light lost. They're making a lot of money. Joe Biden, his campaign, they're going to seize on this, too. Let me squeeze in Joey real quick. Joey, good morning. What's on your mind? My mind goes this way. I'm no expert in the field, but if you end exports of natural gas, that means there would be an excess on the market, and the price is likely to go down. Mm. But you put pressure on the back end without extra profits for development. So in the short term... 
Joe Biden can say, look, I made the price of natural gas go down. In the long term, it hurts the energy production and energy production companies. So if policies changes, the likelihood of a spike in price after that glut comes off the market is going to be more severe. That's my take. All right. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. 931 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Jump in at 512-836-0590. The National Security Agency has been accused of buying Americans' internet browsing information from commercial data brokers without warrants. This according to documents uh, released by Senator Ron Wyden. He's a, he's a Democrat from Oregon. Uh, in a letter to Wyden, NSA Director Paul Nekasone he provided newly unclassified documents revealing the agency buys Americans' data, including information about the websites that you visit and the apps that you use. This letter's dated December the 11th. It was made public uh, just this week. Uh, Wyden, a privacy and Internet freedom advocate who sits on the Senate Intelligence Committee, he called on the U.S. intelligence officials to end this unlawful use of Americans' personal data without their knowledge and consent. 512-836-0590. There's a lot of that going on out there. Uh, just just the use of, of you, you know, your private data. It, it's almost like nowhere. You know, online, in, in public spaces. Uh, it's, it's almost like nowhere do, do people want you to have any sort of privacy or, or the expectation of privacy. And I understand out in, out in public. But, you know, when, when these companies are... Are using your data in such ways, you know, and you just you hear about it constantly, all the time. Well, the NSA knows everything. Uh, so does Google. NSA, yeah. Here's why. Here's what he says uh, in a quote in Fox News. He says the U.S. government should not be funding and legitimizing a shady industry whose flagrant violations of Americans' privacy are not just unethical but illegal. Uh, that's what he wrote to uh, Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines uh, in a letter this week. Yeah, the senator had blocked the appointment of an incoming NSA director, Timothy Ho. Uh, until the agency responded to his questions about the collections of uh, Americans' internet locations and, and the data and the things that you type in that search box and where you go and what you read. Well, I think it's safe to say that as long as you're carrying around a, 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 a computer in your pocket that, you know, can can track everywhere you go, you know, you, you, you somebody is going to want to try to abuse that in one way or another. Yeah. Let me squeeze uh, Tam and Buta this morning. Hey, Tam, what's on your mind? Yeah, I have a comment about the liquefied natural gas. Please, sir, yes. Uh, President Biden is being a tyrant. He is absolutely punishing Texas. Because one of the things that I think I know a little bit about is that if the natural gas is not being liquefied, then it's going to be flared off there in the, in the oil field. Mm. Does that cause air pollution, which then contributes to climate warming, according to the Biden administration? I guess. I mean, you're you're more of an expert on this front than we are, but uh, I guess, yeah, that makes sense, right? Well, it's, I mean, for years and years, they were flaring it off in the fields. Mm -hmm. Then they built the pipeline uh, to take it down to Corpus Christi to liquefy it. Right. And so now we're going to hold up and not sell it, mm. which hurts texas and Biden administration knows that yeah uh that's a good point yeah. so yeah i mean they're just gonna start flaring it again interesting there you go sounds like something that they'd argue if it if it were politically convenient for them to 
you know, in this case, it, it doesn't seem like it would be politically advantageous to take that argument. Now, listen, as you know, 25 different governors have uh, signed on to support Governor Greg Abbott in this this fight, uh, you know, with uh, Mayorkas and in uh, the Biden administration when it comes to border security. There's a border bill on the table that's being kicked around as, uh, you know, something that, that could be voted on. Uh, and, uh, well, listen, you can join us, too, at 512-836-0590. Republicans have unveiled the Alejandro Mayorkas impeachment articles, explaining in detail of how he's, uh, he's failed to secure the border. Yeah, uh, this is something that's in the making. Let's, can we go to Fox Live? Let's listen into to uh, Fox Live, the uh, live. This is Suzanne Martinez. Uh, I think she's the governor of New Mexico, a former governor of New Mexico. Let's listen in live. Watch the suspects, more criminal illegal aliens causing harm in our communities and traumatized and exploited migrants. And that will be Secretary Mayorkas's open borders legacy. Do you support the House Republicans going forward with impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas? Absolutely, I do. Those hearings are actually sh uh, shining a light on what is happening. I mean, to hear that uh, Mayorkas is saying, you know, at one point the border is secure, the border is less secure um, than before, uh, or more secure than before. The border is closed. It's uh, operational control of the border in the hands of the Department of Homeland Security. I mean, I'm just going to call it what it is. He's lying. He's lying to Congress and he's lying to the American people and he's turning his back on the American people. And also to call it a challenge, to this day, 300,000 come in in December and he's still calling it a challenge when every community in this country are experiencing the challenges, not the challenges, the crisis of illegal immigrants in this country. And I know that uh, there's a quick question here. So admit there are, I think, 25 or 26 Republican governors who are now supporting Secretary, uh, Governor Abbott in Texas. Uh, New Mexico has a Democratic governor now, and I understand that they probably won't do it because of partisan reasons, but should they? This is not about politics. It's about the people that they serve. We have the same problems that Texas has, the same problems as other countries, I mean other states. Yeah. Why are we pretending? Why do we close our eyes and pretend that it doesn't exist Indeed. and not be a part of the solution? Yeah, there you go. Uh, All right, Governor, live on thank Fox you so News, much. Uh, Suzanne Martinez, former governor of New Mexico, live on Fox. Now, Republicans are pushing forward with their plans to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, newsman Chad Pergram has the very latest from Capitol Hill. Republicans promised voters impeachment and impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas could happen on the floor as early as this week. The Homeland Security Committee preps the articles tomorrow. But House Republicans need virtually all of their members on board to impeach Mayorkas. It's about the math. The GOP now has the smallest House majority in 90 years, a margin of only two votes. Ironically, Mayorkas worked with bipartisan Senate negotiators on a prospective border security plan. Some Republicans don't want to pass anything. It's unclear if a majority of Senate Republicans will support the bill. Opponents argue the bill will not actually secure the border. Now, Republicans refuse to vote on any foreign aid that does not include policy changes at the southern border. Though some claim the GOP is resistant to working on uh, the border over pressure uh, from, uh, you know, former President Donald Trump. They're saying Donald Maybe. Trump doesn't want any progress on the border security because he wants to run a campaign on it. You know, Donald Trump, I, I don't buy that because Donald Trump could easily, you know, run a campaign. There are so many things he could run a campaign on. Let's just say that tomorrow we miraculously fixed the border. 
Donald Trump could still run a campaign on saying, well, yeah, we fixed it because Republicans stepped up and did this, and look what happened, you know, for all these years under Joe Biden. Uh, I, but I, I think at the end of the day, Republicans are probably going to fold and, and and cater to more of the Democrat demands than, than will be comfortable for the average Republican. Uh, and, and certainly they're not going to put border security first. The thing that I understand about this Mayorkas thing, and, and yeah, he's he's not doing it right, but he's doing exactly what his boss has told him to do. I don't think impeaching Mayorkas is going to change anything. No. They're just going to put another political hack in there to follow the Biden uh, protocol. Sure. Well, so the, 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 the articles accuse Mayorkas of, of, quote, willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law, and breach of public trust. Well, that's okay. well, that's Joe Biden. Sure, sure. It, go, it, it goes on here. It says uh, his refusal to obey the law, not only an offense against the separation of powers in the Constitution of the U.S., it also threatens our national security. And I would agree. Mm. But you make the same argument about Joe Biden. And, and as they've been fishing for ways to open up an impeachment inquiry into Biden himself, I see no better way. I mean... You know, you've got uh, Democrats like Benny Thompson out of Mississippi claiming that there isn't a shred of evidence. This is a, a, a fact-free affair from Republicans. All you got to do is open your eyes to see that's not true. Yeah. You know, so it seems to me like they've got all the evidence they would need to go after either Mayorkas or Biden if they really wanted to put the effort. It is uh, 940 here at KLBJ. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's not going down without a fight. In a new interview, the presidential hopeful said Trump's team reached out to him about possibly serving as a, a vice president, but explained, I would not take that job. I'm flattered that the President Trump would offer it to me, but it's not something that I'm interested in. I'm not sure Trump was interested in him, as opposed to maybe someone on his team was putting together a short list, maybe. Recent polls uh, have the independent candidate around 18% as he pushes you know, for ballot access in all 50 states. So who is Donald Trump going to pick? To be his uh, his vice presidential candidates, I mean he's he he's kind of hinted a little bit, right? He's he said he he said he. he he did throw a pronoun out there, right? He identified him, which maybe maybe he's doing that to throw us off off track, you know. But you know, initially I thought that Christy Nome, someone like that, would be the front runner. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, there was some speculation about Vivek Ramaswamy. There was even speculation about Tucker Carlson at one point. I don't think that seems outrageous. No, and I think that that would be a, a huge powerhouse ticket. Certainly would be a better option than, uh, than, than going RFK as your vice president, which I guess I could understand the strategy, especially with that concern about, you know, with him in the mix and the third party, you know, who does he take the, the most votes away from? By this way, you, you guarantee that all his votes would come to Trump. But I don't think Trump, you also run the risk of alienating a lot of people, you know, diehard Trump supporters. Reading this story from uh, the Fox Business website, foxbusiness.com, about the, the nation's debt. Good grief. Good grief. Uh, this is as of uh, January the 26th, of 2024. The U.S. national debt is climbing at an astronomical pace and shows no signs of slowing down despite the heightened uh, scrutiny. On uh, government spending, government spending has not stopped. And uh, the national debt, which measures uh, what the U.S. owes its creditors. And this is the reason why you can't buy a home, young people. Right. This is the reason why you can't buy a car. This is the reason why inflation is so high. is because you keep voting for people that uh, want to pay you, buy you things. The national debt has surged to $34 trillion. Approaching $35 trillion. That's up $47.1 billion from the previous day. 
Man. Wow. Now, by comparison, the national debt uh, a decade ago, a couple of decades ago, was right around $907 billion, and people were freaking out then. Now, the unrelenting increase in what uh, prompted Fitch ratings to issue a surprise downgrade of the nation's long-term credit score in mid-2023, the agency cut the U.S. debt uh, by one notch, snatching away its pristine AAA rating in exchange for an AA-plus grade. Now, in making that decision, Fitch cited alarm over the country's deteriorating finances and expressed concern over the government's ability to um, address this ballooning debt burden amid sharp political divisions. Nobody in our nation's capital except Rand Paul, maybe, maybe a handful of others, are even willing to talk about this yeah. because it's so complicated and it's so confusing and nobody even has an idea what $35 trillion is. Well, and you know, for a long time, uh, Rand Paul's been pushing for, for an audit of the Fed. You know, I mean, I mean, I, 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 that it'll be the day when we see something like that, or when they open up those books. But, yeah. you know, I think something like that is absolutely needed. This is the greatest threat to our national security. This, this is a big is. deal. This is. Well, and, and I know the Congressional Budget Office projects uh, national debt doubling in size in about the next 20, 30 years, something like that, not very far away. There's no way that we can, we can maintain this pace. No, no way at all. Uh, I, I, and all we do is spend. And, of course, you know, the, the, the warning signs have been out there for a long time. You've had economists out there just screaming from the rooftops, you know, saying, this can't stand. We cannot continue to, to spend like this yeah. in Washington, D.C. Our elected officials apparently have no interest in listening to any and, of that. And let's keep in mind that, you know, once again, I'll say it. Uh, when it comes to spending, there is absolutely no difference between Democrats and Republicans. Well, there's not. Uh, here's a quote from Sean Snaith. He's an economist at the University of Central Florida talking with Fox Business. This is a warning shot across the U.S. government's bow that it needs to right this fiscal ship. You just can't spend trillions of dollars more than you have in revenue every year and expect no ill consequences. That's right. Now, the outlook of the federal debt level is bleak, with the economist increasingly sounding the alarm over the, uh, the torrid pace of spending by Congress and the White House. Yeah, the latest findings from the Congressional Budget Office indicate that the national debt were nearly double in size over the next three decades. At the end of 2022, the national debt grew about 97% of the gross domestic product. And under current law, uh, that figure is expected to skyrocket to 181% by the end of 2053, a debt burden that will far exceed any previous levels. And this is something that I, I, I just, I, I don't know how any president fixes. You know, how any Congress can just, I mean, it, it, will, it will take generations to write this ship, I think. And by then it may be too late. All of us it, will all of us will need to to cinch our belts a little tighter. That's right. That's right. But that's what it's going to take. That's why I know you get no progress on this front. Yeah, do you see that ever happening? No, I, I don't. Yeah. Uh th this is one of those one of those issues that I I, I do not see an answer to. I mean, the, w with the way that we spent in Washington DC, what's ever going to change? Well, I'm sure the next generation will do just like this generation and the previous generations just kick the can down the road. And commit financial child abuse. Now, eventually, there will be a reckoning. Here's uh, Michael Peterson. He's the CEO of uh, Peter G. Peterson Foundation that advocates for reducing the federal deficit. This is not uh, the future any of us want, and it's no way uh, the way to run a great nation like ours. They go to say America's fin f fiscal outlook is more dangerous and daunting than ever, threatening our economy and the next generation. Uh, yeah, so uh, jump in here, 512-836-0590. 
uh, here on the Todd and Oz show. Sure, Donald Trump increased the national debt by $7.5 trillion. Mm. Joe Biden has done it by even more. So did George Bush. So did Bill Clinton. So did Barack Obama. They've all, uh, you know, had some out-of-control spending. That's, that's how you get elected. That's right. That's how you buy votes. Right. Well, it's really hard once you've been spending a certain way, you know, to... to cut back and all of a sudden tell people, well, you know, we're not going to provide these services anymore because we're cutting spending. You know, people then, they, you know, they go insane. They, they have a fit. Mm. Uh, you, you know, once, once you've given, they got used to the freebies. Yeah. Both sides blame the other side. You it's know? both sides are to blame. Both sides are blame. 100% both sides are to blame. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, it'd be nice if we could get our, get our heads back above water. Sure have a lot of debts we've got to clear up first. Yeah. I don't think people understand what a, what a trillion is. Right, most people don't understand what a billion is. Most people don't know what a million is, right? I mean, it's 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 a hard number to understand. It but, is but, a lot of zeros. But thirty-five trillion. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, uh, Texas continues to fight with the federal government over uh, ownership of that park, Shelby Park, there in Ingle Pass. Yeah, the Biden administration has demanded that Border Patrol be allowed to use that land in Shelby Park. Fox reporter Matt Finn is checking in from Eagle Pass this morning. Texas State Attorney General Ken Paxson fired back a letter to a federal attorney on Friday with deadlines and demands of his own. Paxson is asking the Biden administration to provide proof by February 15th to support its claim that the federal government has ownership over Shelby Park through a previous easement. Paxton tells me if the Biden administration can prove it somehow has ownership of this land, then Texas would allow the feds back in. But for now, Texas will continue to stand its ground. There you go. Now, uh, Texas wants control of the park so the federal government can't, you know, take down the razor wire. It's being used to prevent illegal crossings. Governor Greg Abbott says the state is defending itself. But the Biden administration says that wire is impeding Border Patrol agents from doing their job. And their job, as assigned by the president, is to facilitate uh, the processing of illegal immigrants. Well, so, sounds like Texas is doing something right then, because uh, I mean, you know, we're holding we're holding the line so far. So far, so good. We'll see how long this lasts. You know, if if Biden tries to federalize the National Guard, like he's talked or like people have talked about, that's uh, well. Several lawmakers are trying to uh, trying to push that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of dangerous, I think. I think it would be extremely be- dangerous. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, receive a 20% discount on your job. Give Anthony and his team a call today for a free quote. Call 855-RHINO-TX or go online, TexasRhinoShield.com. That's TexasRhinoShield.com.